Hey, everybody. Welcome to Whistle While You Work podcast. This is episode 70, and we're going to share with you some magical moments from Main Street, USA at Disney World. It's been a minute. I know. I, you know, I always get very excited when I um, have podcasts that I subscribe to, and all of a sudden you get in your car and your Apple CarPlay is all connected. And then you see like a list of the the new episodes that pop up and you're like, oh, yay, I love that podcast. It's got a new episode. And people that like our podcast are like, where is the content? (laughs) When are we going to get an episode? Where are these whistle while you workers? Yeah, listen, sorry, y'all. We uh, it's been busy. You know, we've been busy working and I've been trying to whistle while I work. And um, Randy gave the report of he's not doing much whistling. I haven't been doing a lot of whistling lately, but that that's okay. You know, sometimes sometimes that's just how it is. That's just how it is. Um, but in the middle of all of that, in the middle of all of that, we have had a chance to get away. Yeah, we went to Disney World and we came back and we did a brainstorming session of like 15 or 20 different things that we want to do podcasts on. Which is a relief probably to all of our relatives and friends at parties because that means they don't have to get, you know, word vomited on. With oh, they're going to get it. <laughs> it's coming. we got to have our outlet to discuss all these things that we experienced. And we've been many times, but there's always new things and and old things that are new again to talk yeah. about. I, I, think that, um, I think that it's always an opportunity to kind of sit back and reflect and, and think of, you know, hey, what was different this time? Because for me, every trip is different. Right. It, it just is. I've never, I've never gone to the uh, on a trip and gone to the parks and been like, all right, same old, same old. I've done this before. Like, there's always just something that makes each trip for me a little special. Yeah, and I think, um, which is crazy that this has actually happened, but. This is our second trip this year with just you and me. And so just the dynamics of who you go with is going to make for a different trip. But the but when we went earlier this year, it was just for the Tron pass holder preview. And yeah, yeah, that was a crazy sprint of a trip. This was a little bit more of a marathon, which was which is a nice pace, I thought. Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, so this is not a trip report. Um we we've got individualized things that we've kind of segmented that we want to talk about. And today we're going to focus a little bit on the magic of main street. We're going to get to the main objective and go to main street. Was that a pun? I see what you did there. Yeah. But, uh, if you ever want to know how you can get to main street, I know someone who you can talk to. Who's that dear? That could be my spouse. Do you know her? She sounds lovely. No, that's me. She's pretty nice lady. (laughs) So I, um, I'm a travel agent. I work with um, Unlocking the Magic Travel, which was one of the reasons we went on this trip was so I could hang out with my travel agency uh, pals. And uh, we did a lot of touring of lots of hotels, which again, another episode, we will talk about all the different places and experiences that I had, which was separate from you. And we'll also talk about how you had a lot of alone time. That's a different episode. At the park. So maybe we're just giving everyone a little sneak preview of what's coming up stay tuned more to come anyway though but yes i am a travel agent and i help organize people's trips um when when it comes to disney 
it's helpful if you have a little bit of a game plan or maybe a lot of a game plan, um, just depending on the type of person you are. So anyway, I'm happy to help. Um, and I'm a free service. So if you book with Disney or if you book with me, you're going to be paying the same price. But if you book with me, you get me. You'll have a more magical vacation. <laughs> I think you're not selling it hard enough. you got to sell it here and be like, listen, everybody, listen. <laughs> if you want to have an amazing trip, we should talk. Well, maybe. But if you want to have a ho-hum trip, you can just do it all yourself. That's fine. That's fine. Maybe our editor can go back in and, and that's, scrap that's, the that's parts. My, that's my marketing brain here. My marketing brain for this podcast, for which we make zero dollars, is, <laughs> is saying, hey, this is how you sell it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the irony. I know we're coming up on this, the end of our second year of doing this. And I just, I really do love the title of our podcast because I do love Snow White. I love Seven Doors, Mind Train, Whistle While You Work. But really the evolution of how it came about was just we just wanted to do something fun and have a fun outlet and you know a lot of people or I don't know if a lot but some people turn their podcasts into a business and maybe down the road that would be something more for us but right now it's just it's fun and we share it with our friends and family yep our love of Disney is your love of Disney and if you want to have a lovely time (laughs) (laughs) talk to Kayla (laughs) All right. All right. There we go. So the magic of Main Street, I think, is um, it's it's the part of it's the part of your Magic Kingdom experience that can't be oversold. It's just so charming. Well, I mean, it's 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 not your first impression because it's interesting. Your journey to get to Magic Kingdom actually is going to give you a very different impression. So unlike um, Disneyland, where frankly, I mean, aside from security, Main Street is your first impression. It's not it at Magic Kingdom. You've got a couple of different ways you can get there. I guess actually you've got three different ways you can get there, depending on if you're staying at one of the monorail resorts, you could walk. Yeah. um, Or you could take the monorail. Or... If you drive, um, you could take a ferry boat Which from the Transportation and Ticket Center. And so, so we did that. Yeah. So the part of that is, is that you're approaching Magic Kingdom. You get this amazing vantage point. You can see Cinderella Castle. It's something you can't do in California, right? You're right. not going to see the castle from the outside. No. <laughs> you, you've got to wait till you get inside past yeah. the train station before you're going to have even a glimpse of Sleeping Beauty Castle. But... From a long distance, you see it coming. And for me, it always just builds that excitement. I'm like, oh, I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. Yeah, no, absolutely. And we happen to be there this trip um, during the holidays, during Christmas. And so the charm that's already there with the 19, early 1900s, you know, what is it, Illinois or Missouri? It's just like one of Walt's hometowns. Yeah. Um, it's kind of the inspiration anyway it's it's already so cool any time of year but then with the christmas tree and the christmas reeds and all the decorations it was it was just lovely and magical and so let's talk i think we've got about three things that we wanted to highlight from main street from this trip and first is we got to meet mickey mouse i mean quintessential disney experience is meeting mickey mouse and I know in, at some at Disneyland, there's a lot more of just walking around characters and there's less of that at, at um, in Florida. So you kind of have to, I think we even booked a lightning lane. We did. Um, to go meet Mickey. So we just, when we can, we cut down on wait times. 
So we got we got that and we and we've done this probably you and I did it once. We did it with the kids once, maybe yeah, twice. So I think our third time. Maybe our third time. So where you meet Mickey is when you first walk in the park um, into you're, you're walking underneath the train's depot yeah. right above you. You're walking through the tunnel and right off to your left is your a right. big build to your right. Yeah. I'm sorry, is a big building called Town Square. Right. That, that's that's really what it is. You could think of it maybe of like the city hall or whatever, but it, it's Town Square. There's a restaurant in there. It's Tony's Town Square. We've talked about that before. I don't recommend it, but <laughs> I do recommend less magical <laughs> one of the two character meet and greets inside, and one of those is Mickey, and the other is Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell, which we haven't, but maybe we've, we've we never should. met Tink. We definitely but, should. But we should. I think we definitely should because that's the most exciting part of the evening is when she flies. She flies. But, um, you know, be aware there's there's oftentimes a line um, to meet Mickey. And so he's a pretty popular dude. He's pretty popular. So we took advantage. We took full advantage of booking a lightning lane because if you can, it, it it will cut down on that line that you're waiting. It's interesting the kind of queue that it's in. Right. So you're going into the building and you basically are going inside further. And it looks like this is kind of a theater almost. That's kind of the way it it seems like it's ornamented to me. Yeah. You've got some elaborate carpets. You've got, and the idea is that when you're meeting Mickey and he's backstage, so yeah, right. it is a theater. It is a theater, yeah. and so you're going back there, and um, you you get through it, and it's just so interesting. All of a sudden, they open the door and you walk in, and he's just there waiting for you. Well, and just even backing up a little bit from that, I have to say that we had a really great cast member experience, and I feel like that's one of those places that they put some really good cast members because yeah. meeting Mickey Mouse, hello, is like really important for a lot of people to go when they go to Disney World. So great experience. And and you do need that. Um, You know, you should be aware. Mickey does not speak. (laughs) He did one time when we went. Remember the one time he told jokes? There was one time that was a special Mickey and and he he spoke back and that was amazing. Yeah. It was actually pretty awesome. But uh, and that was now it's just gestures. It was Mickey and Minnie, I think. Right. Maybe. I can't remember. I don't know. But um, now he just gestures like like most of the um, characters, characters that do yeah. that are in costume, right? The like, princesses like talk. The princesses yeah. talk. The the non-human characters in costume, yeah. they they don't speak, and um, and so it was really cool. Now, something that we noticed that was different from the last time we had done this, which has been a few years, was actually the photography. Right. In the past, it's been an uh, actual um, photo pass person there taking pictures. And that's, that's. I mean, it is, It's to me, it's kind of half and half. Like, you really do want to go meet Mickey, you know, and you just want that experience. But you also want to capture the moment and get pictures. And so there is a photo pass photographer there for years. But they've changed it um, to where it's now like a camera that's, Inside the wall, right? And it's stationary. Inside one of his trunks. So, so again, it looks like you're backstage with him. He's about to go on on stage. But yeah, tell us about what that camera well, was it, like. It, it just it just clicks pictures the whole time. It just kind of keeps going. You know, every few seconds it'll snap another picture. And so it is able to capture a little bit of the moments of what's going on where it's very natural because no one's trying to pose for a camera. Yeah. And, and I think that's especially important yeah. when you've got little children, right? Right. Because sometimes they're like, what do I do? What do I do next? Now, all that does is it captures that moment with Mickey. And it's really, it really can be pretty special. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think there's a lot of debate out there of AI taking over or whatever. Um, and, you know, maybe there are still plenty of 
PhotoPass jobs and, and PhotoPass photographers around the park. But it went, anyway, it was pretty neat. And then when we were done, we met Mickey and had that experience. Then there's like a a place where you – do we scan Yeah, so now the most important band? part is, though, in order to get your pictures, just like a PhotoPass photographer, you're going to need to scan your Magic Band or your – On um, your way out, yeah. Or your, your park pass um, in order to – claim your photos and it'll actually show you on the monitor hey this is you yeah and so that you can scan it and then it'll upload right to your my disney experience and then you've got it yeah it was that was super magical and i i am grateful that we have those pictures because sometimes it's hard to slow down when you're in the we're, we're trying to do tron we're trying to do this and that and it's pretty cool to have that and it's indoors right so yeah. you're gonna have good lighting good weather you know, what's interesting is Mickey's nonverbal, but he's actually pretty verbal um, by charades, I guess. Yes, that's right. I mean, and I think that's part of the fun with going to meet him is that you you do get it is a real interaction. Right. And and the character, you know, who's playing Mickey there really does a great job of interacting and trying to make it. You know, we we talked about how yeah, this Mickey was our 20th see, anniversary. He, he saw our buttons yeah. and stuff. And we got to kind of have some some playback and forth and you know he congratulated me for making it he so gestured long. a heart sign to <laughs> us yeah you know so it was pretty cool i highly recommend it it's it's not necessarily something i think you need to do every time or even every other time but it is something to do every once in a while yeah super magical okay um two we got two more here um but number two here is that we you just never know for for me this is one of those magical moments that you just you don't know when they're going to happen and you can't it can't duplicate from the last trip and we just happen to be walking um from main street headed towards adventureland or something and we were rounding the corner at casey's corner and there was a pianist there good old ragtime pianist and there was a lot of people that were just passing by you know which is a little bit of a shame but we just stopped i was like this is amazing. This is a very talented pianist. Yep. And the cool thing is they have a mirror there reflecting the keys. So if you can't see him in certain angles, you can actually see him playing the piano. I, I will tell you what. I don't think this is new. I don't think all of a sudden this piano has just right. showed up. But <laughs> I have now in all of my years going, I had never noticed. Yeah. Someone actually playing the piano. I think I had seen the piano and just thought of it as another prop that was out there. But, you know, not only did we see him once, we actually saw him out there twice. Yep. And boy, he was just going to town. And it was it was great. And true ragtime fashion is basically the style uh, he was playing. Very which, fast. Which makes sense yeah. in the theme of what you have for Main Street, right? Yeah. Because that is the era that you're really talking about. And, um, you know, he was playing all sorts of stuff while we were there. Some of it were Christmas songs. Yes. yes. Right. So Christmas songs, uh-huh. you know, a la ragtime. It was pretty fun. And there were a few people that would gather around to watch. The second time we saw him, nobody was. They were all just walking past. Yeah. And I did. I thought, oh, what a shame. They're they're missing out on a show. You know, it's like when the Dapper Dans get up there. Yep. You should stop for a few seconds at least and listen and see and appreciate the talent and and others because there is so much more entertainment to be found in the park than in just the attractions. thrill attractions. Yeah. And and sometimes we get lost in that too. So it was just we were just in the moment. We we're like, oh, let's let's enjoy this. I, I think one of the reasons that I have 
maybe ignored it is because I have no interest in eating at Casey's Corner. Like, there's nothing there that I'm like, yes, I want to eat a giant hot dog that's $20. Or Yeah, Casey's Corner for me has always just been a shortcut pass-through. <laughs> right, and and we've treated that. So for me, it was that was more of the magic was that we're going to slow down and enjoy this area, even if we don't want to eat here necessarily. Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, so my pro tip to you is that you should take a moment sometimes to just pause and look around and see what you see Mm -hmm. because there might be more there than you realize. You know, here's the thing. That's a very noisy area of the park, right? So I could see how it would be easy to miss that music as being something special going on there and not just whatever else. You know, typically in that part of the park, what are you hearing? You're hearing you're hearing the Wells Fargo wagon song. Oh, right? yeah. You're hearing you're hearing that kind of stuff. And this would just blend in seamlessly yeah. in the background. Uh, in this case, we were there during Christmas time. So you're hearing Christmas songs over the speakers. Yeah. And then here he is playing ragtime and it stood out yeah. because it wasn't the same sort of style. And so every once in a while you realize, man, they really have blended this all so well that you don't notice it. And it just makes me wonder, what else am I missing out on? Yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of like you said, slow down, pay attention, listen, look around. Yeah. Okay, speaking of looking around, here's our third one that we, um, I thought was really enjoyable. I think we did it twice. And and I think we haven't done it for a while because for so long the train station was closed. The train wasn't wasn't running during COVID and for like three years or two and a half years or something. And so we went upstairs, these beautiful staircases that lead up to the train station from the town square, Main Street town square there. Um, And we just, we went up there and we enjoyed, we took some pictures because you can see a really, you can get really good pictures of the Christmas tree plus the castle and then obviously of Main Street. Um, And then one time we went actually into the train station. That was kind of the balcony we were on. I think it was kind of rainy a little bit outside. Yeah. And so we wanted to not be rained on. Um, And that was such a cool building. Like I thought the inside that train station was so cool. I'm like, why haven't I seen this before or paid attention? Yeah. Again, it's one of those ones I, you know, I've actually been in there quite a few times and hadn't paid attention you know, it's really interesting because the at Disneyland, when the train went in, um, the genesis of this was the very first attraction Walt ever built was a train in his backyard. Right. Right. It was this little miniature train. Yeah. He, uh, you know, he's in California. He builds a full track. Um, I mean, his it's backyard, almost like if you yeah. can imagine like a Power Wheels car, you know, but an adult. On that's kind of That's yeah. kind of the size of what this was. And, you know, he would pull little kids and stuff like that. And so... Um, Walt loved trains, so there was no mistake that there wouldn't be a train there. But at Disneyland, the train really does serve a legitimate purpose in transportation, right? It helps move you through a very crowded, very densely packed in park. Yeah. At the Magic Kingdom, it's a little bit different. Um, The train can be its own attraction because of how long it is, but it can also be really easily overlooked, Right. And that's how I felt when I was inside that train station, which was beautiful. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'll, hopefully I'll post some pictures for you guys because I just and, you know, maybe someone's like a train station that's boring or what's what's the big deal. But anyway, I just thought it was really well decorated and pleasant to stay in. Although the one thing one complaint, if I have a complaint, is that the benches that we were on were not very deep. 
Like, do you remember that? Like our legs, like we were barely sitting on there and our legs were hanging off and stuff. Yeah. I guess at a train station. It's not a place that's meant for you to camp out. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Okay. Um, Now, I will say this, and, and we'll get into this in some other episodes you know, there is a certain degree. One of the things I noticed this trip and, and, and forewarning, I wasn't grumpy for any of it, but there were some basic etiquette um, moments that at some point folks, you know, in the words of George, George Costanza, we're living in a society. Right. Okay. <laughs> and, and Main Street is literally supposed to, you know, be a society. Literally. A yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it was just one of those things where, um, it was interesting. You know, one of my observations was, is one of the times we were up there, there was a family who was clearly part of a private tour. Yeah. Because there was a cast member there that was effectively babysitting three children. Yes. Who were just kind of doing all whatever yeah. while these adults were off at the other end on their phones. Yeah. <laughs> Completely oblivious. Yes. And and listen, y'all, I'm just saying this. This is a this is a place for you to have absolutely the most fun you possibly could have. But also remember, you're not the only ones there. Right. <laughs> and and there is a certain a degree of decorum, you know, some park etiquette, maybe where we learn, hey, let's let's try and keep ourselves together just a little bit. Yes. Now, listen, again, full disclosure. <laughs> We've had children, and sometimes you need to let them just kind of and adults even sometimes you know let let them rip. Them. But but in this case, I thought to myself, huh, isn't that interesting? Here's people that have paid a lot of money, yeah, for a private tour to have that cast member come along, and then I just feel for those cast members. I'm like, I hope they're getting a good tip out of this, right? <laughs> so, um, anyhow, yeah, I remember that part of it, and I was a little bit less involved because I was enjoying a snack, which we will talk about in a future episode, a snack that I got on Main Street, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, and I was able to snack on that while the child was having a meltdown. Yeah, maybe that was it. I didn't like that snack. So maybe that was my problem, <laughs> you were I just guess. Like, huh. I was like, huh, I need my own snack. Um, <laughs> All I have to do now is look at these kids that are. But uh, but that was the thing, you know, yeah. here you're in this beautiful place and, you know, you 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 want to be able to enjoy some of that and so help other people enjoy things, too. P.S. Not being grumpy, just, <laughs> you know, friendly reminder. Yeah. We're no. living in a society. Yeah. And and like you said, people are all going to have issues at times, but it is um, kind to recognize your surroundings. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Main Street, we love you and thank you for being so quaint. And I feel like it's like a warm hug that welcomes you into to the park. I mean, including a warm hug from Mickey Mouse himself. I mean... I got a hug from him. Did you hug Mickey too? I did get a hug yeah. and a fist bump, you yeah. know, and a handshake and a high five. There you I got go. all of it. There you go. Um, it is great because Main Street is the place you both begin your magical day. And it's the place where if you're like me, you don't want to say goodbye. Right. Right. You you always do the you do that last look over your shoulders. You're yeah. walking out like, oh, oh, I just I want to see it one more time before I go through the train station and it's gone. Yeah. And, oh, you're going to uh, make me tear and, up. And I'm, yeah, I'm ready to go back <laughs> right now. I'm like, yeah, where? I'm going back soon. That's true. You get to go with your Escape to the Magic pals, which is a fun podcast. Um, but I'm happy that our podcast is alive and doing well as we've been on a longer hiatus than planned. Well, and I, I guess if we're throwing out more excuses, there was a week there where I was... Um, 
sick. Unable to talk. And then after that, it was the coughing that, you know, lingers. And so that was not going to be, that was not going to be entertainment for you guys to listen to that. So you're welcome. (laughs) What else can I say? Oh, goodness. Yeah. Another sneak peek. We did see the Moana um, new attraction. Okay, guys. Well, keep whistling while you work and we'll do the same and we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.